Hi, everyone. Today is chapter two of Sefer Yechezkel. And we're going into the Pesach holiday with what have been some really interesting chapters to start the book of Ezekiel. In today's chapter, we see what appears to be God's call to action directed at Yechezkel. Uh, it's an event that we see in, in the lives of most of the prophets in Tanakh. But keep in mind that we don't actually hear his name. Uh, Yechezkel isn't mentioned in the chapter. He's simply referred to as, as Ben-Adam or son of man. Simply someone mortal. And Radak wants us to know that this is important. It's a prophecy that's told in a first-person narrative, perhaps making it feel more relatable to a reader, underlining that this is in fact a human who's writing it. And it's a, it's a short chapter today, but I think there's a message that we can take with us into Chag. I'll ask this, what does this encounter between Yechezkel and Hashem sound familiar to? There's a moment of awe that was preceded um, by the previous chapter with a vision of the Merkavah. There's trepidation, there's questions about whether or not uh, Yechezkel's word will be accepted by the people. Well, in many ways, it's similar to Moshe. His first moment of, of prophecy was at the burning bush when he turns to look and he sees that it's not being consumed. He has this moment of awe. There's trepidation. Uh, he, you know, he's concerned um, whether or not his word will be accepted by B'nai Israel or the people, he, he pleads with Hashem that, that Aaron, his brother, be chosen instead. But there's one verse in particular that interests me. Um, it's verse 5 in today's chapter. Whether they listen or not, for they are a rebellious breed, they should know that there was a prophet among them. Why is it so important to know that a prophet was in their presence, especially if B'nai Israel isn't going to listen to him? I can only guess by looking at what will take place tonight, that even though a prophet like Moshe argued with the Jewish people pretty regularly, his influence lives on. The knowledge of Moshe's role as our liberator not only informs our past or the Seder tonight, but we also hope that Mashiach in the future we'll be able to teach and explain the Torah's most difficult concepts, like Moshe did for us when we first received the laws. We know to this day there is a prophet named Moshe among us. And yet, at the burning bush, Moshe didn't know that would be his influence. And so simply sending a prophet into the midst of the community, well, Hashem is saying to Yechezkel, you never know the effect you may have even if at a superficial level they seem to reject you. I'll finish with one more thing. The start of the second verse uh, in today's chapter reads, Vetavovi ruach, a spirit, a breath, or wind entered into me. And then Yechezkel was able to stand on his feet and hear what Hashem was speaking to him. For the artist Helene I alone, of blessed memory, Ruach was the most powerful word in the Hebrew language. She would cite the verse from Genesis, God's spirit hovered over the water. His spirit, his breath hovers over us, waiting for us to let it in, to give us vitality.
for Yechezkel that became Nabuah. I hope with the next few days of Chag that you find some time to be with yourself, to celebrate Smachar and perhaps for a moment to breathe in that Ruach. Chag Sameach.